Hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to the North Country Sunday Revival Podcast Hour. I'm Max. And I'm Megs. And we're coming to you um, on the on the precipice of the Scorpio new moon. And holy shit, guys, it's a it's a banger. It's a whopper. Woo-wee. <laughs> um, we are gonna just roll through an astrology update talk about some oracle pulls and then mags and i are gonna <laughs> oh, we're gonna talk about what makes us uncomfortable because the new moon's in scorpio and the sun is in scorpio and venus is in scorpio <laughs> Mercury's going retrograde it's in its shadow in motherfucking scorpio so um diving deep you know what i mean it's a goddamn fun house in here <laughs> <laughs> you betcha <laughs> <laughs> okay so Starting off with the astrology update, um, pretty much just ran through it with you, but um, <laughs> everything is in Scorpio, and which means we're all going to die and get reborn <laughs> <laughs> and probably have sex with each other while we do it. Um, right through the birth canal. Which is super cool, right? Like free love, right? Um, <laughs> but what's happening on this new moon, which depending on your time zone is October 27th or 28th, um, it is opposing Uranus and Taurus and Scorpio and Taurus are already opposite signs. So they represent, you know, the, the different parts of a whole, um, Scorpio is, uh, below the earth energy and, and Taurus is very much an of the earth energy. Um, and when we have the sun and moon in Scorpio opposing Taurus in Uranus, um, we have to sort of take a minute to look at the Uranus energy. Uranus is this hot shit, like just here to shake shit up kind of energy. Mm -hmm. It's very unexpected. It's sort of referred to in, in some ways as, um, outside of human intelligence. So it's a perspective that is, um, you hadn't thought of before that's going to shock the shit out of you. Um, or just sort of like this download, this lightning bolt of information or knowledge or, or perspective. Um, so we have all of this Uranus energy in a very grounded earthy Taurus sign. Okay. Uh, but with that, it sort of looks to what Taurus is representative of. It's, it's ruled by Venus. It's love, it's money. It's what you value. Um, and Uranus is here to shake up and make you really question how you value, Ooh. why you value, what you value. And Scorpio is hanging out, Sun, Moon, Venus, Mercury, all of these Just realms. like, you going to die. You, you, you pretty much <laughs> everything you thought is going to be different. It's just going to. It's like psych. Yeah. It's like a big old psych. Like, just straight up not happening. Anyway. um. So this realization can come to you, um, obviously like new moon energy sort of lasts and this one's a doozy. And so it's sort of lasting. This energy is lasting almost to the stretch of the full moon. Um, so you've got all this new moon vibe of setting your intention for the next lunar cycle. It's this, the dark the dark phase of the moon where you become more internal and you're really looking within to sort of see what you've learned um, and, and how you want to proceed forward in a new way. 
Um, and so this Uranus energy is also sort of playing into that. It's like this really helpful little nudge for you to, to be reviewing. We've got Mercury in retrograde or in its shadow. So that's helping the review process. And Scorpio energy is like deep dive, investigative. Like you aren't just looking to like, maybe I want to change my hair color. You're like, how do I want to just walk through the world as a different fucking person and completely rewire my brain and how I approach the way I'm valued and the way I show value to others. Um, This is not just... It's not surface. No. This this is the depth. Absolutely not. Um, And the other thing that this is pretty cool, um, like Scorpio, Scorpio, you know, has this, (laughs) this little reputation as like, sexy occult darkness what do you mean (laughs) (laughs) it's also very much this um willingness to go all in Mm. um and when you go all in you acknowledge the wholeness Mm. of yourself your being of your energy and what you come back with sometimes is is a really better a deeper understanding of your fears and the ways that you maybe hold yourself back. So all of this energy asking you to look within and really get to know yourself and your complexity is then going to be met with this Uranus and Taurus energy that's asking you, like, what the fuck are you going to do with all this knowledge now? You can't proceed as you were. You must proceed as you wish to become. So, like, it's getting... It's getting, shit's getting real, babies. It's getting real and it's so exciting. <laughs> well, I want to say that line one more again. You just, you said like, you can't proceed as you were. You have to proceed as you wish to become. Did I say that? You did <laughs> fucking say that, Holy you genius. Shit. Sometimes I talk good. Um, <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's the truth. It's sort of this tipping point. Um, and... Um, it's a shedding and we were just listening to one of our favorite astrologers sort of talk about this energy and she, uh, she was chatting about like how she had this image of a dog getting out of their bath and like shaking off the water. Right. And it's just like all of the ways in which you've accumulated stuff that just like isn't yours and just fucking slows you down, makes you feel heavy. Um, I'm trying really hard not to say like release what doesn't serve you because I'm so fucking sick of hearing that shit. But it's true. Like sometimes we, um, it's been a while since we've checked in and been like, what part of my thought processes are, are old and outdated? Mm. What ways of, um, understanding myself are old and outdated? Um, and this is just sort of this new moon energy is really sort of setting you up with this perfect opportunity to shake that shit out. Um, and the other part of this that was really cool was, um, so Scorpio and Taurus, that axis, um, deals a lot with finances, money, prosperity, and the dreaded, the dreaded word abundance, (laughs) um, whatever. Mm -hmm. Um, so Taurus looks at how you spend your money. Scorpio looks at how you sort of share your resources, um, and all of this new moon, this new moon vibe is sort of looking at um, the fears you have around prosperity and um, scarcity as well, because like there's never a there's never one energy without its opposite. Like you have to take all that things, duality, all that fucking duality and spectrumy goodness. Um, 
So looking at the ways that you hold ideas around um, loss and your worth, really. Um, And this is a really cool opportunity to shake off all those old outdated beliefs about your worth, your prosperity, about scarcity or loss or what you deserve and return to your own power. And that's just fucking, oh, that's so hot. Like it's just, (laughs) it's brilliant. Um, because Scorpio is all about the power within you. You carry that power within you and your power comes from your willingness to do that deeper work and look at your fears and like bring them with you to the other side. Um, this is, this is a really beautiful place of transformation, um, which is just Scorpio's bag. Um, and then the other thing, the other super cool aspect of all of this is that, um, we have, I don't really, you know, like I, like we said in the first episode, we are students of astrology. So I might, I might be saying this wrong, but I just learned it, but it's super cool. Yeah. Um, this whole energy is conjunct a star in Virgo called Sirma. Um, and also we've got Pluto and Capricorn, Saturn and Capricorn. So we have this star in Virgo called Sirma is really aligned with responsibility and we know that Capricorn energy. The most responsible. Exactly. <laughs> Push the glasses right, up the I was nose. just going to say, where am I going? <laughs> yeah. Push the glasses up the nose and, you know, make make a fucking spreadsheet. Do your Capricorn things <laughs> that I don't understand. Um, we love you. <laughs> I truly do. I truly fucking love my Capricorn yes. so much because – I can't even think in that way. You and I just, keep us in check. Oh my God, I appreciate you so much. Anyhow, so all this energy around Sirma and, and Capricorn energy is asking you to take responsibility, personal accountability for making change from your realizations from a place of humility. Mm. Mm. So this is this is hot and heavy shit, dudes. Like I can't, I can't. I can't give it to you any other way. I mean, when we're talking about responsibility, Mm. it's always going to get hot and heavy (laughs) because the reality is, is that most of us, even if it's just on a subconscious level, sometimes it's on a conscious level is like responsibility sounds boring and terrible. And it's like, if I take responsibility for myself and my decisions, what, then what? Then I've actually got to create change because I don't have a fucking excuse to not create change anymore. And then it's all on you. And then it's all on me. And then (laughs) as like Oprah and all those fucking self-help books say, like, (laughs) you are the creator of your own destiny. (laughs) (laughs) And as much as we don't want to hear that deluded ass shit, it's fucking true. It's all about. It's true. It's all about the work you do. We both just shrugged. Just shrugged. We're like, like yeah, ain't, no. ain't no fucking dancing around it. Like, and I can tell you as somebody who 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 adeptly, like a little rascal, avoided responsibility <laughs> most of my goddamn adult life. Mm-hmm, me too. Oh, uh, let's call let's call it 99% of my fucking adult life. And if you know me in real life, you're like, uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> bitch has been sneaking and sliding. Um, but I'm here. I'm here and I'm doing my best, you know, which is like all we can do. <laughs> it's like all we can do. So, um, hi. <laughs> that is the astrology update. Um, 
Cool. Yeah. What do you want to slide into well, next? We're going to slide right on into the cards. Yes, yes, yes. We're yes. going to slide right on over into those cards. Oh, yeah. So <clears throat> the two cards that I pulled for this Scorpio new moon were Temperance and the Sage. So Temperance is coming from my tarot deck. The Sage is coming from a uh, Threads of Fate Oracle deck. The Temperance card is, <laughs> it's the energy that we were bashing in our last podcast of balance. Well, the word balance. <laughs> the word balance. The, the, the word balance. The, the word. misuse. Yeah. Yeah. Um, because there's nothing wrong with balance. Hell no. But, so essentially Temperance comes in to kind of ask us to, one, slow the fuck up. Mm. It's kind of like. You don't have to throw your brakes on, but you need to get prepared. It's a yellow light. Yeah. Yellow right. light motion. Just, um, just like we're going to slow down. We're going to prepare to stop because when we stop, we give space to consider what's important to us. And temperance is all about what gives me purpose. And when I think about what gives me purpose, how do I create that purpose? How do I dive into the energy of what that actually is? So like me personally, what gives me purpose is being of service to others in the realm of energy or tarot. Mm -hmm. And so when that's being blocked, I have to take that moment. I really got to kind of put my life on pause for a hot second and go, where, what's missing here? Why isn't there balance in my life? Or what, where does the moderation come in? And moderation is another word that I struggle with <laughs> because I have a pretty dense Scorpio chart. Hi, stellium. Hey. Hey. <laughs> Both have stelliums and Scorpio. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. And for those of you who are not um, savvy with astrology terms, stellium means that you have, and it's different to every person within astrology, it can be three to four or more planets or placements within a certain sign. Mm -hmm. So Alex and I both have three placements within our natal chart that's in Scorpio. So it means that energy particularly is really potent for you. Mm -hmm. um, and moderation is not necessarily something I would throw into the realm of Scorpio. Nope. It's, it's that all or nothing energy. <laughs> all or nothing. It's that I'm completely in or I'm completely out. Yeah. Like um, why bother with the in-between? Middle road. Not really. Not not that way no, but super easy for us nope nope you know and <laughs> and by way of this energy you know I will never forget um and I'm not I'm not gonna mention names here um <laughs> but a dear 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 friend of mine um when we were just starting out getting to know each other and it was more on like this business career um avenue we were discussing, and it was spiritually involved business venture, and we were just discussing, you know, who we are and how we show up. And in, in the realm of spirituality, she was like, um, I am all about personal expansion and growth and just spiritual soul evolution. She's like, but I will never be above doing some blow off a toilet seat <laughs> in a stall in a bar. And I knew right then I was like, you are someone I will love until the end of motherfucking time. <laughs> You're my kind of people. <laughs> you are my kind of person. And <laughs> that's my kind of balance. That's my kind of balance. But I'm not <laughs> here to say that I do blow off of no, toilet seat. That's not, not what I'm anymore. saying. Not anymore. Not <laughs> anymore. <laughs> but what I'm saying is, 
the type of moderation that might suit Scorpio energy Mm. would be the kind where you are accepting every fucking aspect, nitty gritty piece of who you are and pulling all of that in Mm -hmm. to go on this ride of life. Mm -hmm. And temperance does not come from a place of judgment. It comes from a place of acceptance that your experiences, no matter how you deem it, whether you deem it good or bad, because that doesn't matter. That doesn't matter. It's not a thing. It all racks up wisdom. It all racks up wisdom. And so that sage card ties in perfectly because the sage energy is ultimate wisdom. It is about coming from the space of like the deepest understanding of who you are and what you have to offer. So when we're trying to tap into this energy, um, we don't work from ego. We work from our highest point of our soul, knowing coming from that temperance place of that balance. When it was a lot of times we think of that balance, generic bullshit. Mm-hmm. We're not we're not actually thinking of pulling in the darker aspects, that shadow aspect. Yeah, that's truly what it. Yeah, right. The unwieldy parts of self are just as worthy as the parts that are socially presentable or acceptable or whatever. Right. Like we're talking about the shit that's not Instagram worthy. Like when you (laughs) farted. (laughs) I just did. (laughs) You know, like the shit that nobody sees and that you don't want anybody to see. That's still your power. That's still who you are. Yes. It still makes you lovable, worthy enough, all that good shit. Right. Um, And all of those experiences, through that energy of temperance, through that energy of the sage, all of that gives you the totality of your truth, Mm. of your purpose. Mm. Um, And this energy is not attached to outcomes. Mm -mm. It doesn't have expectations because it knows that there's no such thing as control. There's no such thing. That is a fucking illusion. And that's the biggest illusion that human beings feed is that we have control. The only thing we have control over is how we fucking respond to the things going on around us and within us. Mm -hmm. That's it. Mm -hmm. Easy breezy, right? (laughs) (laughs) Maybe not. (laughs) I think somebody, some caveman wrote that on a fucking (laughs) wall somewhere. Easy breezy. Easy breezy, bitches. With like a... A drawing of a horse and a buffalo. You know what I mean? It was just like secret of life. Easy breathing. Beautiful. Um, Um, And my last sentiment about all of that is regardless of whatever the fuck you think of yourself, you are the wisest you have ever been in this moment. Mm. Take a fucking minute, let that sink in, and then fucking cheers. Congratulations. You are the wisest right now that you have ever been, and that is a fucking accomplishment. It sure is. feels good to just sort of settle into that. And that also brings um, brings me back to, like, Mags and I have been talking about, well, I've been rambling at Mags about this a lot. I've been reading this book called The Antidote. Yes. Um, and it's... <laughs> <clears throat> I'm going to forget the name of the author. So I'm just like totally worthless to all of you who want to go look it up. <laughs> Hold on. Um, anyhow, it's called the antidote and it's about, it's a, it's a book about finding happiness for, for those of us out there who hate positive thinking. It's Hey-o. by Oliver Berkman, B-U-R-K-E-M-A-N. 
It's on Audible. Check it out. We're not sponsored by anybody because <laughs> nobody knows who the fuck we are. But um, yet, just saying, like, dig into this book. It's fucking brilliant. It talks about the philosophy of stoicism. But I'm on this part right now. I mean, and I've 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 spent much of my life looking into Buddhism and reading about Taoism and and practicing yoga, teaching yoga, working on meditation, doing all the things to like counteract all the, the you know, the Scorpio shit, the chaos within me, trying to temper the madness. Um, and one thing that all philosophies land on, right, is that nothing exists beyond the present moment. Mm. Mm-hmm. You can tell yourself all sorts of stories about what will come. You can tell yourself all kinds of horrendous rewritten nightmares about what has been. Mm. Um, but really, truly, in this moment, yes, you are the wisest you've ever been. Um, and this moment is where you have ultimate responsibility. You have ultimate power to live the life you want. And like, that's that. Yeah. You know, with the astrology supports it, the cards echo it. It's like. Now we just got to integrate it. Yeah. Yeah. It's a beautiful place to be. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it is. Hell yeah. So moving on, um, Mags and I are going to talk about (laughs) what makes us uncomfortable. And in that breath, I'm going to take a sip of bourbon. (laughs) Yes. Cheers. (laughs) <laughs> yep. Mm-hmm. Got a little. And just a side note, y'all, we don't we don't normally drink. <laughs> Only two out of three episodes. <laughs> really? Wasn't the you? first one we had mimosas for my birthday. We did. JK, guys. <laughs> Moderation. The next one we won't. Yeah. It was any me. No, we really. <laughs> Alex and I actually, we're, we don't drink. No. Um, but it's been, you know. It's been a lot. <laughs> the world is a lot. The um, world is a fucking The fucking, lot. I'm just saying the fucking president is a lot. <laughs> uh, um, that motherfucker. And sometimes, sometimes, sometimes a Wednesday needs to end with a glass of bullet. Sometimes it does. Mm. So we're doing that. Yeah. And also just to give me the courage to talk about things that make me uncomfortable. Because <laughs> like, I don't know, man. I, I Like, what doesn't? Ooh, that's a that's a better question. What doesn't make you uncomfortable? I don't know that there is any sweatpants. <laughs> Let my cat. <laughs> oh, I just outed myself as a cat lady. Whatever, y'all knew it anyway. Um, okay, so I'll just like I'll just rip down this list because um, <laughs> I did make a list because. Yeah. Um, there's a lot. Um, having needs, asking for help, um, feeling anger and not knowing how to express it fully, um, demanding my rights in any situation, like as an individual, Mm. um, I can, I have done work for the collective and demanding rights of the collective, like as somebody that worked in nonprofits and ran them and, you know, blah, 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 like, and it's just like a a person that's awake in these times, you know what I mean? Like demanding rights for the collective is, is something that comes super easily. But when it comes to like 
fucking, fucking treat me better or like don't talk to me like that or boundaries don't so. fucking touch me like that or what yeah. have you <sighs> it's hard it's really fucking hard and um and I've, I can say personally, I've done a ton of work yeah. around all of these things um, and have done a lot of work around like showing up for myself as that sort of like, re- that, you know, there's, there's kind of this trending concept um, around reparenting. Yes. Reparenting Oof. yourself, right? Yeah. And so that's where a lot of my work has mm-hmm. focused in on these things and sort of like making myself feel safe enough internally to then move into the world around me and be like, I'm a fucking person and I, you know, I deserve shit, you know, <laughs> not shit, shit, but yeah, good stuff. Right. So like love yeah, love and like people money. being goddamn nice to me or like nah. considering me and all of those things like that's, we all deserve that. Right. Um, but when it comes down to standing up for yourself in those ways, um, it's hard. And I like to, you know, as a student of astrology, blame that on my Mars and Libra <laughs> mm-hmm. because that's like a wet, a wet blanket on being assertive. Like, <laughs> sorry for all of my other fellow folks out there who also have Mars and Libra, but like, it sucks. Like it is a doozy, right? Like I have, I have all of this other like fire energy, got a shit ton of Scorpio in me. I've got a midheaven and Aries. Like I got all this pow, 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 kapow. Like I got all this spit, you know? And then when it comes down to it, I'm like, well, but what is the, what does everybody else want? <laughs> and is it pretty? Is it not pretty? Oh, it's trying not. to keep harmony. Yeah. Fucking it's a, it's a turd in your underwear. man. <laughs> like yeah. sometimes, because sometimes it doesn't matter. Right. Mm-hmm. And it's becoming okay with the fact that sometimes it doesn't matter how other people feel about what you do or how you move through the world. I don't think it fucking ever matters. <laughs> Sometimes I, it does. No, it does. <laughs> that is one of my problems. <laughs> but anyway, um, I'm going to stop talking. Well, I love when you talk. But... Uh, well, I mean, we'll come back. I just got to drink more bourbon because I'm sweating like a pig. <laughs> Um, what makes me uncomfortable? Well, I just want to, yeah. So, and I didn't even, I mean, I, it's something I've been putting thought into lately and you, you kind of brought it out by like expressing anger. Mm -hmm. So like I can express anger too easily Mm, and that makes me uncomfortable of how quickly I can get there. And I just recently did the Enneagram thing personality enneagram and i'm i'm an eight (laughs) and for those of you so enneagram is a personality profile type of thing there's um one through nine and eights are all about like power and honestly i hate saying this it makes me so mad (laughs) saying this but it's a very self-preserving energy like their biggest fear is getting manipulated or controlled so there's Mm. like they're they can be super quick to anger or just like constantly have a power stance and that (laughs) makes me uncomfortable because i'm that is me to a t (laughs) of just like in that constant mode of like you won't, you will not fuck with me. Right. And it's that quick to anger and getting into us. And that makes, that does make me uncomfortable because I, 
I don't know. There's this part of me that wishes I was well, there's a soft softer. Gooey, yeah, there's a soft gooey um, center in there that you're protecting. Fucking somewhere. Mm-hmm. I don't you know. Yeah. But the other thing the other things that make me uncomfortable would be um money. Money makes me uncomfortable. Yeah, add that to my list. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Money makes me super oh, fucking uncomfortable. Wanting it, wanting it makes me uncomfortable. Like that makes me feel like I'm coming from a space of greed. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. Which, when I think about wanting money, it's literally just basic needs. I'm like, man, I'd really like to go to the doctor. I'd really like some <laughs> fucking sexy ass health insurance, baby. Man, would I like to uh, eat dinner? Uh, <laughs> sometimes, <laughs> yeah. Sometimes, it's real. Um, you know, <laughs> so mm-hmm. like that, yeah, money, the whole concept. And that is something I have done a lot of work oh. around of trying to improve my relationship with the concept of money, because at the end of the day, it is just energy. Yes. And I can fully understand this in my brain, right? It's but it still makes thing. me uncomfortable. Yeah. hundred percent. You know, because like, you still have to take that belief out into the world around you. Yeah. And the world around you doesn't hold that belief. They're like, money, bitches, money, bitches, money, bitches, money. <laughs> like, you know, what kind of car do you drive? What kind of job do you have? Blah, blah, blah. And like, it's so tied to our worth. Uh, yeah. Like as a society. Your placement, your power. It's money is tied to our worth. And yeah, I don't know. That's that. That one's tough for me. Um, I think the other thing that makes me really uncomfortable is thinking about being vulnerable with like a romantic partner (laughs) because as that quick to anger Enneagram eight energy, it's like, I will do anything and everything to protect myself. So vulnerable, I don't do vulnerability. So I don't do it very well. (laughs) Girl, I didn't even put that on my list because... We don't have the time. I'm just kidding. uh, We don't have the time. Um, Oh, my God. Like, yeah. How much time you got? Commitment. Commitment is a doozy for me. Okay. Mm -hmm. Okay. So, yeah. Commitment. Um, So, Sagittarius Sun here. Hi. Hi. I was wondering if you were going to say If I even need to introduce that. Um, but also, right, my Venus is in Scorpio. So vulnerability is really tr- is pretty tricky. I acquiesce to other people's needs, Mars and Libra. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a whole lot of other reasons that could go back into my childhood and parenting and all of that. Yeah. Shit, you know what I mean? But like um, – <sighs> allowing that kind of a softening yeah you know and I think that's that you know you relate to that as well as like kind of plays into what you were saying that like um if like I just I can't I'm the only one that gets that can guarantee my safety yes in an intimate setting right and um and when there's that much on the line it's terrifying yeah right and yeah. so then you know and oh god if yeah probably nobody well, i've ever dated is listening to this <laughs> let's pray to god but um, <laughs> they could probably all stand up and attest that yeah like you know um the commitment aspect was tricky for me um and and not that i didn't love people but i just i love people in a way that's like a little bit uh hands off yeah you know what I mean it's a safe it's a safeguard it's a safeguard it's a safeguard and um 
and yeah, like, it's just one of those things like watching my mom and dad go through their divorce and the, and the, the affair that was part of all of that and seeing like the result of, of a, of a woman betrayed who had no life outside of that commitment. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, I sort of grew up with this idea of like, I'm never ever going to let all of my everything be dependent on, on this one person, which like, as we evolve in sort of this, um, concept of relationships evolve. Yeah. Like we realize that's a horseshit way to be with anybody anyway. Yeah. And if anybody's out there who like digs into Esther Perel, um, her, her work on relationships and, um, the psychology behind, um, behind all of it is she's just fucking fascinating, but like why in the world would you ever put all of that weight on one person? Right. And so, um, it's a beautiful thing. I think somehow to sort of like be able to acknowledge like, yeah, I just don't want to like rely on one person to meet all my needs. Yeah. And I well, don't and want we them. shouldn't. Right. Exactly. And we shouldn't. And so like maybe some part of me was, um, a little more, a little more woke <laughs> in the ways of defending myself, but I sort of have prepared myself to like, well, we live in a society where, it's very, it's that traditional value of like, you're committed to one person, you get married, you stay married and committed, or you're supposed to. And it's like, it doesn't, it doesn't leave room for evolution. And like, going a different path if you need to growing. There's right. not a because, lot of room for growth because in you traditional can, you relationships. You can grow together, but that's not always the reality. And sometimes no. you do need to grow literally apart and go a separate way. Yeah. Yep. You know, and there's, I just think we need to remove the stigma yes. around yes. that. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. Um, but yeah, so that's, <laughs> that's another thing that makes me uncomfortable is like committing to an outdated way of being with somebody. So really like, doesn't really make like being with people like in an intimate way. Like, you know, me. Yeah. like I'm open. Yeah. I am very willing to like, just sort of talk about all kinds of shit, but like ask me to perpetuate an outdated tradition and I'll run for the fucking hills. And I applaud. You for that. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> yes. I yeah. don't, I let, yeah, I don't think I just can't you know, do it. Like, I don't know how, I don't know how. And I think that that is one of the, my favorite things about you. <laughs> Thanks, boo. Yeah. <laughs> um. Yeah. And you know what my you know what my problem is with commitment. What my way worse <laughs> is the fact that I actually won't commit until I know the other person is all in. Ooh, that's so so. That's Scorpio. the most Scorpio. It's like. Show me your soul. <laughs> yeah, which you hand got? me your heart. <laughs> yeah, and then you might get a flicker of my fucking interest. Yeah, and that makes me uncomfortable too, because that's again, that's like denying that space of vulnerability. Mm-hmm. Guys, I'm working on it. We all are bourbon. <laughs> so I want to sort of before we go bring this conversation sort of back to. Um, our mission, right? So mm-hmm. back in the first episode, we were talking about um, how we wanted to provide a space for anybody who identifies as female or femme to come together, release the trauma of living in a patriarchal framework. And for the last little bit, we've been talking about what makes us uncomfortable. And um, really, a lot of those things that make us uncomfortable sort of boil down to like status 
and power yeah. and um, and vulnerability and and really looking at the ways that we've sort of internalized some of that patriarchal systemic conditioning. Yes. And it sounds super like um, maybe like a far reach for some people who are new to the ways that like astrology and energy work. Right. right. But it's really a, a place of acknowledging these lines of wisdom and knowledge that like um, that, that make room for the traditionally quote unquote feminine ways of, of being in the world. Yeah. Um, that mystery, that softness, that intuition. Um, and, you know, looking at the ways that, you know, you and I are like, <laughs> um, uncomfortable a little bit with being, uh, with being vulnerable, being vulnerable. <laughs> <laughs> and the ways that we look at, um, the power we hold in society and sort right. of place ourselves on these, um, sort of levels, like, not almost unconsciously. Absolutely. Because vulnerability is deemed as weakness. Right. And vulnerability is looked at as softness. Yes. And we can swing that back around to being related or tied to feminine. Absolutely. Absolutely. So, so it's like, it's just sort of being raised in the society, part of it, it's part of us to sort of shun those things. Right. And could even take it back to the ways in which we both, when we were younger, sort of leaned away from witchcraft or astrology or tarot yeah. or energy stuff and sort of tried to shun some of that as well. Um, but sort of looking at the ways that like living in a patriarchal system in general makes everybody uncomfortable. Yeah. Men or women, right? Because all- everyone gets suppressed or oppressed. Yes. Something gets repressed regardless of what gender you identify with or what sex you are or yes. Or so on and so forth. You have to represent this very um, monofocused, like mm-hmm. representation of your sex or gender. When in reality, we're all just a mix of everything. Yeah. You know, and it's um, it's a it's an important thing to acknowledge, right? Like the world around us influences us. The world within us influences us and and all worlds outer worlds amen girl (laughs) (laughs) we all are working on on um acknowledging the things that make us uncomfortable and acknowledging the responsibility we have to make those changes boom and here comes this juicy sexy brilliant actually not, not literally brilliant. It will be quite dark. Um, new moon in Scorpio. Um, and we're so just, yeah, we're so excited to be doing this goofy little podcast. Yes. Anybody who listens to it, you're great. Thank you. Um, thanks. Thanks. <laughs> there are still a couple days left. If you want to get into fuck comfort, um, hit up northwoodsflora.com. Follow us on Instagram and on Facebook at North Country Sunday Revival. Just don't follow us home. Yeah, that's creepy. <laughs> Fucking creeps. <laughs> Fucking creeps. All right. We love you. We love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs>